recording. We're recording. We are recording. The incantation is complete. <laughs> Excellent. Everything is going according to plan. After 6,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. <laughs> I really escalated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm really feeling it tonight, honey. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> Ooh, good one. Spooky. spooky. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Side Note with Catherine and Marlo. I'm Marlo. And I'm Catherine. And this is the show where two long distance friends talk about everything and nothing. <laughs> oh, Catherine, how's it going, girl? How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there. How about you? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Today has been a very uh, somewhat unproductive day. It's very cold out here in DC, out in mm. out in these streets. But I did manage to like. But I felt. <laughs> Do you say out on the streets? <laughs> out in these streets. Well, I went outside, so that's why I'm talking. Huh. <laughs> I thought you said out on the streets, like you were living life on the street. <laughs> no, 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 no. Out in these. Streets. I was like, out in these streets. Oh, no, okay. I'm not, I'm not homeless. We, I'm not homeless. That's what I was like. Oh, we're just. <laughs> we're just living on the streets now. Just gonna we're throw just, that out there. <laughs> just yep, just right out on the streets, just like living it up, you know, just ca real this, casual, like you know. <laughs> It's this very like noir detective like life's rough on the streets <laughs> <laughs> i really wish i could do i could do the noir thing that seems like fun and by doing it i mean like uh do a performance of it i guess like that just mm. seems like it would be a fun thing to do you know what i mean agreed yeah doing that character doing doing that 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 whole detective thing not full on like sherlock holmes but like close to there like maybe darker i don't know grittier you know. Yeah, I mean that's that like nineteen forties like gangsters and mobs and like private investigators kind of noir, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a video game, wasn't there? Like a few years back, that did that. Like that was just what it was, right? Am I crazy? Am I making it up? No, I think you're right. I didn't play it, but I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I don't know what it's called. I'm not gonna look it up, but that would be fun. <laughs> Um, but no, my day, going back to my day, uh, <laughs> it was back to it, what's important <laughs> back to me. <laughs> it's been, it's been a pretty slow day. I haven't done much today, but because I hadn't left the apartment since Wednesday, I felt it important to go out, even though the weather was shitty. So I, mm. I, I stepped outside and I walked around for like an hour, um, and uh, someone had the audacity to speak to me. And I don't know, <laughs> I, I've talked to you about this before off, off of the podcast, but I don't know what it is about my face under this mask with a hat and everything. <laughs> but it, the, the audacity of people looking at me like, oh, this guy, the guy with the mask, looking straight down look, <laughs> with headphones on, he looks like he wants to talk to me. He looks like he really wants to have a conversation. I'll tell you what, I don't. I do not. No, <laughs> I have not no, with it. <laughs> I have no desire to engage with you, sir. I would like for you to leave me alone. Thank you very much. Um, no, but th there was this. Uh, there was this woman. You know those people that stand outside by like the metro or like on a random corner, and they're trying to like convince you to donate money to something. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> Yeah, I got I got wrapped up into one of those people and uh, and wow. 
all you have to do is keep walking. <laughs> I know. And by, by converse, like talking to me, like I meant like we talked for like two seconds and I said no, and then I kept going. <laughs> but like, it's oh. still like, I, I got wrapped up into it in a second. Cause like, I, I still like to treat people like humans, <laughs> even if I don't want to talk to them. So I turn the volume down and the lady looks at me and she's just like, I'm guessing you know that I want to talk to you about giving money to children. And I was like, yeah, but I don't want to. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, goodbye. And then I just kept walking and I was like, am I a shitty person? I was like, no, I'm not. Like, <laughs> I just like immediately said, no, I wasn't. <laughs> but like, am I shitty? No, I just didn't want to have this conversation with this person. And like, you know, I just, ugh. yeah. And then I, I, I made a U-turn and crossed the street and then ran into like the other people working for the same organization. Oh God. <laughs> and, and them, I fully ignored. Them, I just like, I barreled through. I was just like, nope. Um, but then I went to go pick up some pastries at uh, Tate. And uh, I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, and yeah, and I got myself a, an actual latte, an iced latte. It was nice. Oh, that sounds really good. I also yeah. left the house today, for, which is perhaps rarer, mm-hmm. <laughs> rarer than when you do. Because I, I leave to walk the dog every day. So I'm technically not in, I'm, I'm outside a little bit every day. I yeah. don't usually like get in my car and like, go to a place and today I do that <laughs> so where did it wasn't you even, go it wasn't even terribly exciting but it felt so nice um I went to go trade in some old books at a used bookstore oh, okay okay we like went through and cleaned off the bookshelves and got together like a couple boxes and I took them down uh to Mr. K's out here which is our like giant used bookstore place it's um, called Mr. K's yeah yeah, not sponsored, but uh-huh. Yeah, no. <laughs> I wish. I love them so much. <laughs> and you I know was what? Like, Shout out to Mr. K's. Mr. K's. Mr. K's. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, this will be fine. Like, it's gross out here today. It was like raining uh, cats and dogs and like super cold. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so I'll go. And I'll go like pretty early in the morning and the weather's disgusting and it should be pretty empty in there. Um <laughs> And that mostly worked out. There was a little moment at the end where I had to like wait in line and I was like, Ugh. Oh, <laughs> but nobody wanted to talk to me because I was double masking. And that makes me look crazy out here where no one oh, else does that. <laughs> honey, the double mask. Oh, honey. Mm. She, we all know she's got a reveal. We all know it. We all can. <laughs> yeah, it's a very obvious reveal. <laughs> don't, don't wear a mask unless you've got another mask underneath, honey. <laughs> yeah. That is very much like not caught on out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they, t- it's a thing they tell you to do, and definitely I want to do it because I know it's going to be inside. And even though it's a really big store, like almost like warehousey, yeah, uh, yeah. I was still like, <laughs> like better safe than sorry. No, it makes you Don't feel better. Ask. It actually protects you more, and it's, it's a good idea. Oh, speaking of which, I saw in the news that someone was doing like a whole. Well, because the CDC came out recently, like I think this past Monday, and sort of said like, hey, like we did some research, turns out another layer is better than just one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Surprise. Um, (laughs) But then like there was this random, uh, there was this random like uh, news story or whatever, um, 
and some some news reporter was talking about it and how they were doing like another study and they were like so one mask is like 50 percent whatever effective two masks is 75 but guess what three masks <laughs> 90 percent and i was just like girl no, if, we, if we're doing three baths, I think I'm just going to call it. I'm going to call it. I'm just going to be like, I'm done. I'm not leaving the apartment. I just think we're done. I feel like I was, I was pretty close to that because I had <laughs> the medical mask and then I had a fabric mask, but the yeah. fabric mask had a place for a filter. So I had oh. that in too. <gasps> Girl, we were doing the same thing today. We were doing... <laughs> <laughs> Were you wearing that mask, that mask that we got at the same time, that pink or black one or whatever? Is that oh, yeah, one? I was. I was wearing that one too! <laughs> Twinsies! Twinsies! Sisters! <laughs> those are actually the only fabric masks that I own. I think those are nice. They're really nice. I like the wiring uh, mm -hmm. in the, at the nose. Uh, I like that you can adjust the straps with that little plastic thingy. Oh yeah, I immediately lost the plastic thingies though. <laughs> Are yours still on? <laughs> I know. One of them fell off on one. Um, uh, I don't remember how, but on the other one, I, I took them off before washing and I managed to keep them, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I just straight up lost one. I tried to adjust it and it was like, ping, and then it was gone forever. <laughs> and the other ones came off in the wash because I didn't think to take them off first, so. Well, there you go. That's how, Womp. That's, that's how it be sometimes. That's how it feels. Yeah. So all mine just have little knots tied in them now. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, if you it's your face, so it's not like your face is going to change that much. So the that's kind of where I was. Like it's fine. It. It's yeah. fine. I like to adjust it because, like, when I'm uh, or or just the the plastic thingy, because depending on the filter that I have, because I bought the filters that you insert into the mask. Wow, this is a boring part of the story, <laughs> but. Like, <laughs> but there's one that you insert, but then also if I'm if I'm not wearing the filter. I can I can adjust the straps more more if I'm wearing another mask underneath. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's it's more adjustable. Um, but anyway, we're not talking about masks today. <laughs> Turns out we are. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode, we are talking about fears. Honey, what are you scared of? Why are you scared of? What is it that scares you? Let's let's get into it. <laughs> I feel like we now have to start by acknowledging that like a bunch of fears are coronavirus based now bitch yes i'm scared <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like my fear is being outside without a mask on <laughs> yeah. you know what so it was related it was related yes we got there but we yeah no there. i think in like a very real way like i do get freaked out when i'm like in a like a confined space with mm -hmm. other people and i'm like always doing that like how far away are you and like is that six feet? I don't know. Like, I'm so bad at judging distance. That feels like six feet, probably. Or like, oh, that guy doesn't have his mask on. Or like, that guy's mask is not on his nose. Or like, any number of things. It really like, ugh. <laughs> Grosses being, me out now. <laughs> I know. Being in a line with people, um, <gasps> I, don't know what it, I don't know what it is about people. Period. That's the whole thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Next Done. subject. Next subject. <laughs> I don't know what it is about people, but standing in line seems to be something that's very hard for people. And I don't mm -hmm. understand why. I don't know what, did you miss that lesson in kindergarten? But like stores 
here at least, I don't know about uh, Asheville, but stores here all have like the place cards, like, hey, stand here oh, yeah. and then mm -hmm. six feet over here or whatever. Okay, so everywhere's, everyone's doing that. Bitches do not acknowledge the sign. They don't, they don't look, they, they're, they're like completely unaware. I don't know how they live their life being so oblivious to the signs everywhere, but they are. And so whenever I'm in line, I always feel like the person behind me, like crouching, like, like basically, <laughs> they, are you going to give me a hickey? Are we going to make out? What are you, you're too close. You're too close. And um, so then I always have to like, like basically stand in line, spread eagle, trying to like, <laughs> trying to make sure like I have enough distance from the person in front of me and the person behind me. And then sometimes I just give up and go home because <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I didn't need that chocolate milk anyway. <laughs> the thing that drives me crazy, does your grocery store have the one-way aisles? Because ours set that up and nobody pays attention to that shit. It they, drives me crazy. <laughs> I, only, I only shop at Whole Foods because it's the closest one to me. And they used to have the arrows and then they got rid of them because no one was listening to it. Um, yeah. So now I just go, I go to the grocery store on odd times when I know that most people won't be there. And if it looks like it's busy, I'm just like, well, I guess it's just eggs for dinner tonight. You know, we're not, yeah. <laughs> like, we're not doing this. I feel like that is really the trick is like, you just have to be willing to bail. And I feel like not enough people are willing to like drive somewhere, see that it's too busy or see that they're not following rules and bail. Yeah. People, people are like, no, I'm already committed. I've, already, I've, I've gone too far. I have to stay here. I got to do it. I'm like, no, honey, maybe, maybe giving up is the option for you. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You, you can absolutely just quit. Just get in your car quit. and go back home. Yeah. But I've already dedicated so much time. I know, girl, walk away. Walk it's away. okay. Yeah. It's okay. Fi take this as a sign that, you know what, maybe you should go get Chipotle instead. And it'll be fine. You can try again tomorrow. <laughs> you can try again tomorrow. No, but I'm very <sighs> fearful. I'm very, very fearful of uh, of Corona, of of Miss Rona. You know, mm -hmm. uh, Rona Rose, whatever, whatever we want to call her. She, she. I don't want to call her that. Rona Rose. <laughs> no. Rona Rose Dupree the third. Um. <laughs> How dare you tarnish the house of Dupree this way? <laughs> <laughs> Davenport, O'Hara. Corona, <laughs> Corona, um, <laughs> but no, cause like there was, um, so we, we had talked about this, uh, maybe two or three episodes ago when I, when I cut my hair, uh, <laughs> when I cut my hair and then like that night, my friends were like, Hey, or like two of my friends were like, Hey girl, um, do you want to grab brunch? Like outside at this restaurant or whatever. And I was just, and I was so tempted and I was just like, I need time to think about it. I don't know. I like <laughs> the idea of going to brunch seems such like an easy option, like pre-Rona, like pre-Rona, it was just like, I'm guaranteed to go to brunch somewhere. Like it's just happening. Like where I will find someone who wants to do brunch, but like during the pandemic, obviously like that's, <laughs> it's not the easiest choice. So I, I messaged you about it and I was telling you like, I don't know, like this person's a nurse and then this person, I don't really know what they're doing, but they seem really safe. And I think they already had Rona. So like, it should be fine <laughs> now because they have the antibodies and like one of them actually has the vaccine and we were weighing all these options <laughs> and all of this stuff. And I was just like, hold the phone, hold, hold the phone, hold the phone, mama. I just spent two hours cutting my own curly hair so that I didn't <laughs> have to go to a salon, but I'm going to I'm gonna sit outside with my friends to do a bottomless brunch for three hours? Girl, 
it's a no Mm-mm. for me. I did. I ended up not going, but like the contemplation of it all, and then the fear just being like, no, girl, you ain't want to go. <laughs> it yeah. really is. It's 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 scary, and it's hard to feel like you can't just do basic things like mm-hmm. right, like just go to brunch. Like you said, it was something that was so easy and like just a mindless decision. Mm-hmm. The hard part was deciding where to go to brunch. <laughs> uh, the hard part was picking what to drink. You know what I mean? Do I want mm-hmm. water, coffee, and a mimosa? Do I want coffee, then water, and or and a Bloody Mary? Do I want a mimosa and a Bloody Mary? Do I want a, do I want a Bellini? What do I want? I don't know. Options are out there. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> not, any, not anymore. <laughs> now it's just tequila at home. You know, yeah, <laughs> straight first thing in the morning. Where's it? That's how you wake up, girl. <laughs> Get the blood going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but setting setting pandemic things aside, I felt like we had to acknowledge it. But we had to. That aside. We had to talk about the pandemic fears. Pandemic fears are real. We're not saying that they're not real. <laughs> We're not doing that. But yeah, no, I, don't the, think, the, I don't think we ever insinuated that. We just freaked no. out about it for like fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's oh, it's it's real. It's, it's a real fear. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. What other do you? What other fears are you willing to reveal about yourself? Oh, everything. Um. <laughs> <laughs> fear, everything. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much yeah. for joining. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, one of the weird ones that I have is um, allergic reactions. I have like a almost like a phobia of like hold like, hold st- stop the tracks rewind yeah what do you mean allergic like having like an allergic reaction to something and like have you uh, but you've already like developing like a new allergy you mean yeah that you didn't, that yeah. You didn't know you had like yeah, oh, yeah like I, have, I haven't had a kiwi in a while let me have a kiwi now and like oh i guess i might be allergic you know what i mean great exactly and then your throat closes okay. up and, and you die alone in the house Okay. Well, that's well. it. That's it. That's the fear. Okay. Where that 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 is a weird one. I've not heard of that one before. Uh, can you? <laughs> when is the last time? What was the food, or what was the allergic? When was the last time you remember having something like this? It was. I know exactly what provoked this too. It was a medication that okay. I took that okay. did not know that I had an allergy to and it just amazed me that I can make it to like I was at the time like I don't know 24 uh-huh. 23 uh-huh. and I was like I am an adult <laughs> like how have I never until this point known that I have an allergy to this medication was it an over-the-counter medication or a different kind of medication like a personal one it was a prescription it was a type of antibiotic oh, oh what the fuck yeah Right? Turns out I have, I have a sulfa drug allergy. I had no idea. That's an adult. <laughs> Goop, gooped. Gooped. Because yeah. I know there's and, situations where like the body can like develop allergies later. So then I'm like, okay, you know, like, oh, turns out I'm allergic to this now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Whatever. But like an but yeah. antibody seems, I don't, or not an antibody, <laughs> antibiotic. Um, that seems so odd that you went that long without like. Yeah, in this case, I think I had just literally never had a drug that had that ingredient because I like freaked out um I was okay spoiler alert I survived I lived bitch <laughs> but, <laughs> she lived to tell the tale <laughs> but it did break out in hives and it was pretty miserable <laughs> and I called my mom and I was like what the fuck did you know 
And she was like, oh, I'm allergic to that too. I should have told you. And I'm like, thanks, yes, mom. <laughs> that, that would have been relevant information for me to have. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, so so th that's where it stems from, right? Like just- Yeah, it was just such a weird, bizarre experience. And I remember thinking how insane it was. And then I was like, there's this little thought in the back of my mind, because I have anxiety. And then this little thought is just like, what if there's something else? There's a what whole world of things that you probably haven't tried yet. Foods exactly. you've never eaten, medicines you've never had to take. What if one of those kills you? <laughs> like, well, thank you, brain. <laughs> you can stop now. <laughs> See, now those, that's, oh, intrusive thoughts are a fucking bitch. Like, no, oh. no one asked for them, and yet here they are. Like, hey, Marlo, what if, you, what, if you just, what if you just stepped out into that traffic right now? Do you, oh. you, you want to do that? I was like, no, I have no desire to do that. I don't want to do that at all. <laughs> no, but they just like, they just sort of happen. And you're just like, mm -hmm. and then, then it just, and the mind, it doesn't just like, it doesn't just leave something there. It doesn't leave like a breadcrumb and then like walk away for you to, uh, you know, deal with it. Sometimes it'll know. just hang out like, hey, you know, you should really think about this. Let's delve in deeper into this and this topic. Let's just go. Let's in. play a fun, like choose your own adventure. What if game <laughs> about this? <laughs> No, I would love yeah. to not play this game. This would be, thank you so much. I'm going to leave. Bye. Yeah, right. No, thank you. I opt out. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. Wow. Okay. No, I don't have, I don't have a fear like that. I do. I don't know if this is a fear, but when I, I it's something that happens uh, quite often to me, I guess. Um, are you familiar with sleep paralysis? Yes. <laughs> Bitch. Okay. So I don't, I know that there's some people like on the internet, in the interwebs, and then they, they describe that it's like this like black figure with like white eyes or whatever that's sort of just like standing there and like you're like trying to yell, but you cannot move, right? Mm -hmm. It's not exactly like that with me. It's more so like I'm sleeping and then I feel feel the presence like on top of me like it's like <laughs> it's like a snorlax just sat on my face and not in a good way I guess <laughs> not, not that there would be a good way gross <laughs> I'm so sorry that was an intrusive thought that was an intrusive <laughs> but it's like I'm now afraid of your relationship with snorlax <laughs> <laughs> i've never trained a snorlax to level 100 i promise like that is not my relationship with snorlax at all i have never touched a snorlax in that fashion but like yeah, new fear <laughs> <laughs> new fear but no it's just like like some it's like a very heavy feeling uh on top of me and i can't move or shake uh shake it off and I'm trying, like, like your mouth can't open, you can't move, and you're trying to yell and trying to like, oh, yeah, the paralysis sets in, honestly. Yeah. And you Ugh. can't move your hands or feet and you're just, it's the freakiest thing. Um, and it happens like, it happens way too often. I would prefer it not happen at all, obviously. <laughs> but that is like one of the scariest moments because um, more often than not, it, there's no, there's like no sounds associated with it, right? But every once in a while, there is like uh, there is like the traditional spooky, ooky ghost voices things that you can that you hear like "get out," you know, what? Stuff, <laughs> stuff like that. But that does, that usually doesn't happen too often. But every once in a while, you're like "get out," you know, stuff like that. 
You know what I mean? No, no, no. Honestly, I'm pretty like stunned because I thought I knew where this was going because I have had this happen to me like once or twice, mm-hmm. but never like with a presence or like a weight. And for me, it's like the few times that I've had it happen, it's been like where my brain is like awake, but my body isn't yet. And so right, right, right. I wake it's, up from and that's a what dream it is. Yeah, and, that's and you just try to like move, but you can't move yet. Right. But it's never been accompanied by like anything else. It's just been like me sitting there like, oh, God, this is uncomfortable and scary, you know, oh, just because oh, sure. you can't move. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So that's but that's the that's what I experienced in terms of sleep paralysis. And that's why I think it's like it's different for I because I don't see like the figure like I've looked it up online a little bit and I'm not an expert. So please Google it yourself. Look it up yourself if you want to. But I never see like this like black presence with like white eyes or whatever. So it's never been like that. It's just like, I don't know, there's like this heaviness on me and I can't move. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the distinction, but that's how I experienced sleep paralysis. And that's very scary for me. I'm very fearful of it. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Oh, it is terrible. It is terrible. But it is, that is also why I'm very fearful sometimes of like, um, ghosts and I, we, we're not going to get into ghosts <laughs> that's a whole nother episode <laughs> that's a whole nother episode but i think ghosts can be very scary dependent because like of how they're depicted in scary movies and as someone who loves scary movies i love the idea and feeling of being scared in a controlled environment but then like once you're out of that controlled environment you still take that with you a little bit you're like did that did that lamp just move <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that yeah so do you yeah. like scary movies no no okay. i hate them very much <laughs> okay okay nothing even remotely related to to a scary movie like yeah really? no not even like i can thriller? like i can like tolerate a psychological thriller like that's as close as we get but like uh like this most recent season of like stranger things is a little much for me <laughs> i didn't watch it i didn't watch it I was done. Oh, I was not- done. I was done with them after the second season. I, think. I know objectively that it's not that scary, but like, I just I couldn't. It freaks me out. Or um, you remember that movie Black Swan? Yeah, the girl. That was it. great. No, uh, <laughs> Nat- no. Natalie Portman and uh, Mila Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. A couple of friends drug me to go see it in theaters, and I like it freaked me out for weeks <laughs> i couldn't look at mirrors <laughs> what oh oh wow i love black swan black swan was great i i truly enjoyed i love psychological thrillers and scary movies but mm-hmm. i can understand because even i who loves them like it like you carry it with you for a little bit longer after the movie i can understand for someone who is like scared of it and then it, it just lingers for longer than you would want it to so i i get I why like, you would avoid them yeah i just i don't know I feel like I already spend so much of my life in an anxious, like fearful state. Why would yeah. I opt into that? That's the opposite of what I want. <laughs> that that's fair. That's fair. I don't know. I think it's because it's such a controlled environment that I'm okay with it. Like I've stepped into it knowing that I will be scared. So then that sort of like eliminates that fear. If that makes sense a little bit. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. I just it's I not don't for know. You. I just it's not for me. Yeah. I just don't find experiencing fear to be fun in any way even like I can get where we would feel like reclaiming it to be able to like 
set the parameters and engage with it like and your own conditions but the -hmm. feeling is the same and i I just hate the feeling (laughs) no 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 i get that i get that i understand i understand uh yeah what is another fear (laughs) what is another fear you have Mm, less of a like like spooky fear but more like um like fear of failure i guess bitch that was on my list (laughs) Mm -hmm. right because that's not like a it's not like a panic fear the same way like the first one is very much like a oh Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i think about it and like my shoulders are like up by my ears and i'm like cringing (laughs) yes but that was just this is just more of like a lingering like back of your mind like Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay but have you considered (laughs) (laughs) that all of this is is wrong (laughs) like you don't deserve this. <laughs> you don't deserve this. You you already fucked up. You're you're going. You're gonna fuck up. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is it. This is it. The, everyone's gonna know that you've been lying this whole time. You're gonna be fired. You're gonna be homeless. You're, you're mm-hmm. you, no one's gonna talk to you anymore. Like that. All those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that one feels like a very double edged sword to me because in some ways I find it very motivating, mm-hmm. and like I can look at times and directly see like. I can draw clear lines between actions that I've taken because of that fear that have been really good for me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, probably, I mean, moving to DC was probably one of the biggest, like most obvious ones. Like mm-hmm. talk about like jumping without a net. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's a net? Like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Boo. I didn't even <laughs> like that one, but I, I heard it and I had to, I had to say it. Good. <laughs> I'm glad that you also hated it because I never <laughs> want to hear it again. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it was one of those where it was like, I had gotten an internship and it only lasted like a couple months and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to DC. My parents were like, where will you live? How are you going to afford an apartment? What are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know, I'll sort it out. Like, I'll get a second job if I have to. I'll like be a barista. Like... I don't know. <laughs> like, I'll rent a room somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it ended up, of course, being fine because you let me live in your apartment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were my Annette. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Plot twist. I was Annette the whole time. <laughs> ah. Annette Davenport Dupree the th- <laughs> 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 yeah yeah that was a that was a scary decision that you made um but you came but it out was entirely it was entirely motivated by how much i hated the thought of having to like pack up all my shit from my college apartment and move back home with my parents right <laughs> that was that somehow felt like the worst thing <laughs> i stacked all those things up and i was like what if I just moved to a new city with no plan at all because I have an internship? <laughs> and on the other side was like, okay, but also what if you have to move back in with your parents? <laughs> no. <laughs> that one was worse. <laughs> that was the worst of the two. I, I can see that, yeah. I remember, I remember right after college, I moved back home with my family, but I didn't, but since I had been in college, they had moved to a different home. And so I didn't have a room exactly Mm -hmm. um I was just sort of put in like 
a storage room, like it, like in the basement with all this other crap. And uh, so I stay there for about three months. And then I was like, I gotta go. I don't, yeah. I, can't, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. And they were just like, well, why? Well, <laughs> I don't really, uh, I don't, I so don't really. So many reasons, <laughs> yeah. I don't really wanna be here next to this pile of bags of clothes and old like uh, <laughs> old plush dolls and stuff. Like I would like to, I would like to not be part of this situation. I would like to be removed from this narrative. Yes. Um, <laughs> but they were, they were really not happy about me leaving the home, but uh, it was like, a, in, in some ways it was, a, a, it was a fear that I would never be able to escape like that, mm -hmm. uh, the home, you know what I mean? Like sort of be stuck in, in that space, you know? And so I, I understand where you're coming from in terms of leaving and going to a whole new city. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, all right. I think part of it also for me was that I really hadn't lived at home almost mm -hmm. at all since I uh, had graduated high school because I was working out in uh, North Carolina over the summers. I had a summer job mm -hmm. that was not home. <laughs> and mm -hmm. So the only time I was like living at home, quote unquote, in college was like the month of um, winter break. Oh, yeah. But otherwise it was like I was in a dorm or an apartment or I was in uh, summer staff lodging mm -hmm. for my summer job. So I kind of just moved out when I was like 17. <laughs> just had never been back in the thought of like <laughs> for an extended being period of back. time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That felt like the biggest failure for some reason. And I know that it's not. I want to be clear that like it, yes. it's really not. It's very normal. <laughs> like yes. That would have, in fact, been wiser in many ways for me to do. Like, it would have been the smarter choice because I was very poor. <laughs> we were so but, poor. We were oh so poor. God. We were so poor. <laughs> I, yeah, that internship gave me an $800 a month stipend to live in DC. <laughs> she was living it up. <laughs> I, I think I was doing less then than I am now in a pandemic. But yeah, no, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> yeah, it was a rough time. It was a, it was a, it was a rough fun time for, for two young uh, <laughs> 20 somethings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was, it, it, it was very formative. <laughs> formative years. That's very true. That's very mm -hmm. true. Yep. Yeah, it definitely got better once I was like actually employed, <laughs> like had a salary. It was low, but it was doable, you know, yeah. and I had like health insurance. <laughs> like... Ooh, so fancy. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was very much the like the best time I felt. So that like zone when I was at least making enough to not just yeah eight hundred dollars a month was nothing. Oh my god! Yeah, I think I was really giving was like half of that to you as rent. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what you were. That's what you were doing, and we were we were struggle bussing. We were struggle bussing. <laughs> really that's hard. why. That's why I had to coupon. That's why I had to yeah. coupon. Like yes, <laughs> like that's how we survived. <laughs> That's how we figured it out. Oh my God. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. But that, that, that fear of failure is, um, is so, is so deeply rooted in like, uh, at least for me, uh, um, is, so there was the, uh, again, there was a saying from my family, uh, specifically my, uh, my biological grandmother. She, she would always say, if you're going to do something, do, so, do it right or don't do it at all. And, <laughs> uh, and it, every single time, like if you're going to do something, do it right or don't do it at all. And it was about every, every possible thing you could think of, whether it was homework, cleaning, um, all of this stuff. And you can tell from my brothers uh, compared to me uh, that we approached that saying very differently. They, so, they opted not to do it at all. <laughs> correct. Because, um, and at the time, you know, because I, I, I was, I'm just three years older than like the next, the next one down or whatever. Uh, there's only a three year difference. Um, and then a four year difference to the one after that. Um, and so it, for me, it was just like, all right, we got to do shit right. So like, show me how to do things correctly and I will, I will do it correctly. And for them, they were just like, well, I can't, I literally cannot do it. You know what I mean? I can't. Mm -hmm. I cannot, I cannot do the math as well as, as other people, or I, I cannot do this or whatever. So then they just stopped trying. They were like completely immobilized by the fact that they could not do it. And I see it now, like how it's manifested itself into like very <laughs> difficult <laughs> ways for both of us. Because like for me, it obviously caused a lot of anxiety and trying to like navigate through, through the world and being like, okay, maybe I could just do something and have it not be like perfect. Like I'm, cause there's that, that's the other thing, like, right. Like you can see, I, I have this ability of seeing it at, uh, other people like make a mistake or do something wrong. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. Like, it's okay. Don't be so hard on yourself, blah, 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 all that stuff. I do something wrong. You fucking idiot. You are the worst scum of the earth. You yeah. fucked up royally. Like, did you not even see that coming? Like what the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I mean? That negative mm -hmm. talk, at least that's what I used to do. And <laughs> uh, therapy, uh, <laughs> but, and then I see them and they're just sort of stuck in this mode where they haven't progressed and they haven't grown because they don't want to try because like if they tried, like they know that they're not going to do it correctly. You know what I mean? It's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure, especially for like kids under the age of 10. <laughs> like that's just right. so much pressure. Like just do the thing, try it out. Yeah, draw outside the lines a little bit. That's cool. That's fine, hey, whatever. You know what of course I mean? you're not going to be able to do it right. You're 10. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. No, but the, the, the fear of failure is something that like, uh, it, it's so relatable. So very relatable. So very mm -hmm. relatable. Yeah. Um, another fear that I had or ha have had, had, past and present, maybe. I was gonna say, is it past tense? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, was this sort of uh, the fear, do you have this fear of, of like whether or not you will be liked? Uh, I gotta actually say no, I don't. Wow. Like, I mean, Must be nice. I have a normal, <laughs> I have a normal amount of concern about it, I would say, like mm -hmm. going into a group, like you hope, you know. Yeah like you yeah. and it'll be but it doesn't like keep me up at night I guess right. uh 
mostly because I spent so much of my life cripplingly unpopular <laughs> that feels like the default <laughs> I'm never really worried about it I just assume that they won't <laughs> if it works out it's like a pleasant surprise <laughs> for for some reason in my head when you said like I'm just like <laughs> when you said crippling all I imagined was you on a big stage with like a spotlight and then just like crouching in like the fetal position <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry <laughs> no no I mean you're not like far off anyone who did theater in high school I feel like was already into the cripplingly unpopular zone and it looked yeah. a lot like standing on a stage by yourself uh in fetal position with a spotlight so yeah yeah I well I I struggle I struggled a lot with it before I still struggle a little bit with it now um this just feels like I'm, I'm doing a whole diary entry now um in terms of like fear of being liked or not um Mm -hmm. and it's something again that came up in therapy uh (laughs) where I was explaining I was explaining to my therapist this sort of thing about you know like you know I was trying to say this so that this person like liked me and I was trying to like do like uh to make sure that they they didn't think that I was trying to do this or trying to do that so like I'm very cognizant of like how people are perceiving me so that they 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 know that I'm on their side and he was just Mm -hmm. like so it sounds like (laughs) (laughs) I love how therapists do that when they're like they're gonna tell you something that's incredibly obvious but they can't be like okay bitch they're like it sounds to me like maybe you've got some issues with your mother (laughs) I was like no (laughs) what (laughs) turns out no but it it was just sort of like so what I'm hearing you say is that (laughs) you are (laughs) you are consciously thinking about everything you're saying and doing to try to control the narrative of how you are perceived by other people Mm. and I was like well yeah girl isn't everyone (laughs) and he was like no (laughs) he's like not everyone is trying not everyone thinks about it like in that many steps or in that many levels like you are trying to please people so that they like you as opposed to them just liking you for you it's really interesting as you were describing that I was like well maybe I do have that fear because like some of that resounds with me I was kind of chewing on it was like oh for me that's more at work though and I'm realizing right now in real time (laughs) it's less about being liked and more about being seen as competent Mm -hmm. because I very much uh I have more of a fear of being seen as um like an idiot (laughs) just like Mm -hmm. like, it's not not here to be taken seriously like right you and you can stop me and tell me I'm completely off from from this observation. But like you have the added difficulty of being in an industry where women are not as prevalent. Mm-hmm. And so- <laughs> No, that's true. You're right. <laughs> so like For you her. have this added feat, like not only like do you have to deal with sexism on, the, on like a general level across the board in every interaction, on top of that in your industry, uh, like software and tech, like there's not that many people. So it, it feels like the scrutiny is even higher and like you have to quote unquote prove yourself. I mean, you don't cause like you have the qualifications to do the job but like because of how people are perceiving you you feel like that need to do that. Is that, Great. am I off? Am I, no. You can tell me I'm off. No, no, you're spot on. 
it's very much this need to like overperform. Uh, anyway, right, kind of the same way you were talking about like, oh, other people are allowed to make mistakes, but I am not. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but it's less, it's not just a fear of failure, but on top of that, the fear of being like, oh God, and then they'll never take what I say seriously again. Like, right. It's very frustrating. And there's been lots of situations where you have to like, I'll say something and then someone else, so, someone, you know, more male than me will <laughs> say the same thing. Fucking and it's man. like, oh, oh. oh, okay. So, so now we're going to talk about it. You know, like now it's a good idea. But, but yeah, I very much identify, although maybe in a different way, with that feeling of like really overcalculating how you're going to say things and making sure that it comes off in the right way and making sure that you're not being like too mean or too aggressive or too opinionated or whatever. (laughs) From what I understand um, with my limited experience with women, uh, it's hard being a woman. (laughs) (laughs) I I would imagine it being very difficult to be a woman in this world, um, just doing the, the fear that women live with on a regular day, I assume is very hard. Yeah, in some ways. It's one of those like, I have been overall very lucky to be surrounded by supportive people and have like great friends and a great support network and like a great therapist. <laughs> um, I feel like I've, I've, I've been fine, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I say that and know that that's not probably entirely true <laughs> and like we can turn this podcast real dark talk about how i don't like to be outside at night alone <laughs> you know like that's a fear uh, yeah yeah that's, that's a valid fear <laughs> valid fear i re- i remember like there were there were plenty of nights in dc where you were just like we should probably be home now like this is yeah it's dark out and and i'm like Catherine, it is 9 59 we are good <laughs> You're like, no, uh, I need to be home now. I need to be indoors in a closed locked door and not outside where people can see me. I don't want to, I would like to not be perceived at this hour. Yeah. Do you remember that alleyway you used to always cut through? And I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, <we>? yeah. Don't. <laughs> yeah. I No, I remember that. I remember that very vividly. Yes. And uh, that was my male privilege. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and oh, there were plenty of times where I told you like, don't do things without me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if you ever get lost, just like tell the cab this intersection, and you will be safe. <laughs> like, do not, <laughs> do not do any. If you ever get lost, just do that, and do not go down this alley. Like, lock this door. Do not walk out of this. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so many things no. like that. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I remember thinking like when uh when ride sharing was new when like uber and like halo was a thing i remember being stunned that some of my friends would get in an uber by themselves like right. i still remain a little stunned that some women will do that yes. like that yeah. i could i just couldn't i would take a like cab cab mm-hmm. you know like a like a with like a licensed um whatever you know what i'm talking about yeah, well, well, they have, well, first of all, it's like, it's their, it's a, it's a visible sign that they are a cab. They have like their ID right. on there. They have their cab license thing that's showing and tells you, hey, this is in an emergency. You can call this number or whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
right that's the the cab license but i realized it said licensed and it was like every driver is licensed <laughs> but oh, okay yeah yeah they like cab yeah. certificate or something like that i don't know what you mean like it's that right. thing where you see their face and their name and whatever and like this is their id number or whatever right well because i wanted that information like god forbid something would go wrong like mm-hmm. i like low-key snap a picture of this cab registration that's in the backseat of every cab yeah and like at least then <laughs> someone knows like, someone knows yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah. i i yeah i can understand uh ride sharing to be a weird thing for people to do but i think now like especially i mean when it first came out it was very scary and new and like we're at, yeah there didn't seem to be a lot of regulation and rules and now they're uh you know time has passed and so more rules are in place and things like that and even uber has like its thing where it's just like if you're in danger girl press this button or whatever mm-hmm. and that girl i mean gee you, umla, you. RL, <laughs> yeah. any any girl, not just a girl, like G-R-I-L. <laughs> G-I-R-L. I can't spell, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Universal danger. <laughs> Universal danger. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Scary mm-hmm. times. Scary times. For sure. Um, yeah. I've always oh. been, I've always been fearful. Oh, one more fear. Uh, <laughs> I've yes. always been fear of fighting. I don't like physical fighting. I don't. Oh, okay. I was like, that sounds the same as your last one. <laughs> but physical fighting? fighting is different. What do you mean yeah, fighting? Oh, I thought you meant just like arguing, which to me just sounds like an extreme version of not being liked. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. Arguing, yelling at someone, that just that's just me being Latino. Like that is just like me just being like... <laughs> I could, we could be talking about something that is very unimportant and I will sound like I'm yelling and I'm really passionate about it. But yeah. honestly, it's just like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, no, you can't put fucking ketchup on that. You know, it's like that, but it's not like, you know. Oh yeah. No, because yeah. you remember um, there was that whole bit when Bernie was a, like a presidential candidate. <laughs> oh my God. He would get all worked up and people would be like, he's so loud. He's so angry. It's really like scary. I was like, oh no, he's just an opinionated old Jewish man. <laughs> this is, just sounds like my grandparents' house. <laughs> I know, but to me, I, I was one of those people <laughs> as someone who literally just said like, well, I'm not yelling. I'm just like passionate. <laughs> right. But like when, he, when Bernie was doing it, I was just like, I can't, I can't be adjusting the volume every time you talk, girl. Like you got, <laughs> I need you to pick a volume. I need you to be consistent. I need it feels to- like the same energy to me. <laughs> You're not wrong. It is the same energy. I just feel like I, I just don't want my president yelling at me. That's what I want. I want someone to take their time, be more quiet, more, be more peaceful. Like just excited. He's got a lot to say. <laughs> I know he's excited and passionate, and I appreciate that. But like, maybe like bring reel it in a bit. I don't know. Um, but you made a full about face. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> but when as a president, but for me, for me, I am I being hypocritical? Absolutely. A smidge. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. A dash. A dash. A dash of hypocrisy goes a long, long way. Uh, <laughs> but that's not the type of fighting I'm talking about. I'm talking about like a physical fight, like someone who like like getting into like a physical yeah. altercation with someone is like oh girl I cannot I I cannot I I might be the two I might be the three but I am not the one I am not the one I need to mm-hmm. I need to like get away from you 
Uh, well, it's just the knowledge that like my ass would absolutely be kicked. Like I would not stand a fight. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And my fearful, my fear, one of my fears is like, they'll hit me in the face and something will break. And I, th- I, I, if I don't have my face, what do I have, Catherine? What do I have? My, <laughs> my humor? My personality? What? No. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> oh and then God. I'll just be known as the nice one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Marlo, he was so nice. He was. <laughs> Don't worry, babe. No one's going to call you the nice one. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I would like to be remembered as the loud Hispanic one, maybe. Good uh-huh. news. <laughs> honey. Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> No, I would, I would lose a fight. I've lost a fight before. Um, mm-hmm. Well, not lost. I just, we just, it just ended. Remember? Oh, it was- You were a, mugged uh, once. Right? I was mugged. I was mugged. Um, or a, a, an attempted mugging. An attempted mugging. Um, <laughs> you said that like it was an excitement. You were like, I was mugged. <laughs> I was mugged. It was, no, it was like fearful excitement. It's sort of that thing where you're just like, this yeah. is happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, is uh, again, I was walking at night and like, I think it was like 10, 59 or something. Uh, <laughs> Warned you about those alleyways, girl. <laughs> I was walking home from a kickball game um, uh, and I was wearing, uh, I was wearing a denim jacket at the time uh, and like cute little short shorts or whatever. Uh, sing, walking along, singing, uh, singing to some sort of Sarah Barilla's song. I can't remember. <laughs> which one but it's it's the one where she's in the this is a side note this is the one where she's like in the in like a mini mart or some sort of grocery store and she's like you know they all sound the same so it's okay (laughs) (laughs) it's not I'm not I'm not gonna write you a love song it's like it's a different one but I can't remember what it's about but anyway I was singing that or lip syncing to it whatever as I was walking down and I see like these group of kids, like f- I think it was like three, four or five of them walking in the opposite direction of me and not thinking much about it. I was just like, whatever, like it's people walking, like who cares? And as we cross paths, they walk, they keep walking and I'm walking home. One of them comes out of nowhere and hits me right in the face. And I oh. just like freak out. And I turn around and like, I have to like, I was wearing like a drawstring backpack and had to like flip it around so I could hold it. And in theory, I should have just left it cause there wasn't gonna go anywhere. But I felt like I had to have it with me. Um, and they tried to take that. And I was like, well, I'm like, a, in my head, I'm like, well, uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm a block. I'm like on, on the corner away from my home. So I, I think I can make it. So I make a run for it and then they chase me. And then I'm like, I could enter the code to the door, but the, then they'll be able to get into the apartment and then I'll be trapped. So I kept running uh, down the block and they caught up to me because newsflash, I am not fast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they caught up to me and they like circled me or whatever. And I'm like, why are you guys doing this? They're like, this is trying to like neutralize the situation, trying not to be aggressive with them. Um, and one of the kids, uh, they oh, by the way, they seemed like 16 or 17. They seemed like middle-aged teenagers. Um, mm-hmm. 
and maybe one of them you can take, but four of them, it just seems- Oh, definitely like, not. Yeah. It's just not, it's just <laughs> not gonna happen, Nam. It's not gonna happen. Um, and they, oh, they circled me. And so like, I tried to like push my way through it. And then one of them grabbed my backpack. And so then I punched, and I think it's the same one that punched me in the face. So I punched him in the face and took my purse, my back, uh, my drawstring. <laughs> <laughs> my drawstring backpack. Um, and then I ran to the door or whatever. And then I'm, I'm like, I don't have anything. Like, this is just, this is just my phone and my stuff or whatever. Uh, and they're like, you have a wallet, give us money, give us your money. And, and then one of them was like, Ian, we should probably just let it go. Alex, why did you use my real name? Don't use I'm my real name. Oh so my then God. I finally made it inside. I called 911 and the cops like, the cops have never arrived so quickly in my life. I guess, I don't know, <laughs> but they were there in seconds. And uh, so I spent the next like two or three hours with the cops trying to like figure out who they were. They caught kids running around or whatever. And they caught one of them and then like, they showed me him and they were like, hey, was it this one of the guys? And I was like, I'm gonna be real honest with you. Like, it just looks like another 16, 17 year old kid. I can't tell you specifically that it was him. It would just be racial profiling, honestly. And they're yeah. like, okay, well, you're gonna have to come into the uh, to the station tomorrow or whatever, and like you decide with the lawyers. Then I ended up not pressing charges because I wasn't a hundred percent sure that it was the kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, like, I feel like enough fear happens with the cops that, like, if it was him, hopefully, I, you know, your life isn't ruined. But like, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't want to be the one to be like, I. I wasn't sure enough to like actually, I was fearful, ooh, looping it back in, that, mm -hmm. I, that, I wasn't <laughs> sure, I, that I wasn't sure enough that it was them to make them like to ruin their life. You know what I mean? They're just yeah. kids. kids doing stupid shit, you know what I mean? And I wasn't hurt, you know what I mean? I didn't have a scar and my cheeks are still in place intact, so mm -hmm. it's fine. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> so fear. <here. laughs> But yeah, no, that would have scared the shit out of me. I remember being scared when you called me uh, later and you were like, so I was mugged. I was like, Jesus Christ, what? <laughs> it, it, I was attacked is I really what I should say because I wasn't. Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't actually get your stuff. <laughs> they didn't get my stuff. They didn't get any of it. They didn't get my keys, my phone, my iPhone, my iPhone or my wallet or anything. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but no, that was a scary moment. And then for a, a while there, I, I had a hard time like walking home alone. <laughs> like, yeah, oh no, I mean. It, it would, like, I was just like, and we're just following the streetlights this time. So here we go. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's amazing how that kind of stuff just sticks with you. Once uh -huh. you've had something like happen, then you're always looking over your shoulder. Mm -hmm. Like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. Uh, I'm, I've gotten better about it now, but like there is still sort of like that that inkling feeling, like, all right, we're gonna turn down the volume on, on Lady Gaga for a moment. Look around, <laughs> see, check your surroundings, and we're good. <laughs> all right. Turn it yeah. Back. Yeah. It's also something that's gotten better for me, but I think a lot of it's that I don't live in a big city anymore. Right. So it's there's a lot like less time to be afraid it's yeah. just like the walk from whatever building i was in to my car mm -hmm. and then it's like oh okay like i'm here like the doors are locked like sometimes i will do that like weird panic thing where i have to like shine my phone flashlight in the back seat and make sure no one's there 
no one would ever be there. <laughs> I'm glad you do that. I'm glad you do that because you never know. But what a horrifying thought, right? Yes. <laughs> Someone being in your home or your car and you didn't know that they were there. Ah, no. Uh, the worst. Yeah. yeah. No, that, ooh, that's a big fear for me. I didn't even realize it until I was like saying it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, I've definitely done that where I'll like, check my car like check the house just like walk through everywhere and like open all the doors and pull back all the shower curtains <laughs> like <Yep>. okay <laughs> yep. no one's here right <laughs> nope. Nope. just checking <laughs> for, for some reason when i so i have a similar fear to that it, uh, it's not like that but it is almost like that it's when i'm coming out of the shower and i can't see anything because I, I i wear glasses and uh, when i look like out of the bathroom i'm just like is that a person or is that just my coat? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like a moment of just like, oh, I can't be attacked naked. I, this is not the time. This is not the tea. I can't. It's not fair. This seems like not a good por <laughs> not porn. Not a good mm. moment for me. That was a, oof, that was a. It would be Freudian, Freudian <laughs> Oh my God. Um, it would be a bad one. Well, maybe not. Mm. <laughs> but yeah they're like this is not the time for me to be attacked <laughs> like, I, yeah i have nothing to defend myself except like a very wet towel now <laughs> oh ever since that one time you told me you slipped in the shower <laughs> I... oh my god dying oh my god life flashes <laughs> before your eyes i was just like and i was alone and like my roommate was gone at the time and i was like if i were to die right here right now like there was so many thoughts that happened as i was falling i was genuinely surprised <laughs> but like the idea of like my roommate is gone for the weekend he won't find my body until monday my bosses won't freak out that i'm not at work at least for another three hours maybe you know what i mean like they're not checking up on you all the time mm -hmm. and if I just lay here, like my phone's too far away, this is, I'm gonna die. This is how I die. I caught myself. I don't, it was fine. Um, oh no, I didn't. I landed on my ass. I landed on my ass. Yeah. But survived. But yeah, no, ever since you told me that, if I'm home showering by myself, I will bring my phone with me into the bathroom so that I can, like, hey Siri, that bitch. <laughs> oh my God. Or Alexa. Alexa, I need, call 911. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no. Falling, oh, falling is one of my worst fears. I'm mm. not so I hate I hate heights. I don't like heights. I don't like to be up high somewhere. Like that just seems awful. Like it's just like one wrong move and splat. But <laughs> but also just like falling in general, like tripping and like anything like that, or like falling off a step or downstairs or something like that. I hate it so much because I feel like I'm gonna break something. Something will break, I will be broken, and then I will not be able to walk. And then, I don't know, that to me, like, uh, I've never broken a bone, so I'm very fearful of it. Oh, me neither. I'm gonna get you a life alert for the next birthday. <laughs> do not get me a life alert. <laughs> do not do that. Unless you just did the whole commercial. You were I like, I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> Literally, I cannot get up. I know, but like, I, okay, maybe if it's like bejazzled or something, you know, if it's Have that. You seen those are some freaky ass commercials. Have you seen a commercial for a life alert? They are so sad. <laughs> it is the saddest thing. It's an elderly woman who's fallen and she's like reaching for things and just yeah. like, oh no. You seen the one where she like goes down a full flight of stairs carrying a thing of laundry and she's just at the bottom of the stairs like calling for help and no one's there? Ugh. Nightmares. <laughs> no, 
girl she does need a life alert she do need it she do need it yeah uh, uh. Uh, you know that's a <laughs> dying that's a fear <laughs> that's a fear <laughs> Oh my God, the fear of death, the fear of death. Um, I used to have that fear a lot more when I, as, a, as a younger person. I always said, um, I will, I'm clocking out at 45 and it will be because of a car. It's just like, that's just, I really should stop saying it because like I'm yeah. manifesting it into the universe or whatever. And I know, I don't necessarily believe that fully, but I need to stop saying it because something's going to happen when I'm 45 and I'm going to be like, fuck, I called it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Even best case scenario at this point, you're just going to spend the entire year of 45 in a state of extended panic. Oh. <laughs> a whole year of panic? I wonder what that's mm. like. I wonder <laughs> what that's like, Catherine. Wouldn't that be terrible if every day you wondered if something was coming for you, but you couldn't see it? <laughs> yeah. I've only. <laughs> Anyway, fear. This is a good uh, topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, Catherine, we should, I think we've come to a good stopping point. In terms yeah, of I'm, sure I'll, I'm sure I'll sleep soundly after this. <laughs> well, I, I really hope to our listeners that we haven't caused any sort of anxieties, but we, you've heard things that are relatable to you in terms of fear. You know, I really hope <laughs> uh, you found all of our content and, fears relatable to your own experience um but thank you guys so much for joining us today we really appreciate you guys listening so much so much mm -hmm. you can find side note on anchor apple podcasts google podcasts and spotify uh don't forget to rate subscribe and leave us a comment about today's topic you know tell us your fear what are you afraid of you know we might read about it we might read about it in the next episode who knows i don't know uh and as always don't forget to save a little time for a side note. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>